Hello! Hi everyone! I know I've been Mia since the first episode. I've been swamped with ACADs and other commitments, but here I am, and here we are welcoming yet another year here at the Creative Cabin. So, Happy New Year everyone! I hope your holidays were filled with great stories to tell or memorable photos to look back at despite this seemingly never-ending pandemic. If your holidays weren't as merry, I hope you and your loved ones were at least have been safe. And from the bottom of my heart, I give you my warmest congratulations for surviving the year that was one hell of a ride. <laughs> so for this episode, I actually don't plan to edit or trim out as much as I did in the first one, I kind of wanted this episode to be more raw and realistic, especially that I'm going to be sharing a sort of personal, emotional aspect of my 2021, which is all about the art of detaching. So just a few hours ago, I welcomed 2022. I mean, I'm, I'm shooting at January 1, 8.26pm. <laughs> And I'm planning to upload this as soon as I can. So I welcome 2022 with a grateful and hopeful heart. After seeing all the firework displays posted on Instagram, I think that majority of us truly see 2022 as a new beginning. A fresh start, a clean slate where dreams can become dreams again and our goals seem to be overflowing. I'm going to be doing this and achieving this by the end of the year and such. And while it's true that a new beginning is almost always a refreshing sight, I like to think that a new year isn't just an opportunity to start over. It is also an opportunity to continue just from a different perspective, probably wiser and a much better approach this time around. It's kind of overwhelming to look at all the 2021 recap videos, especially that the past two years have been a blur for us. I mean, personally, I caught myself saying na, Hala, this year nga pala nangyari yun, no? <laughs> like, all these memories, it already feels like a long time ago. And instead of being so obsessed with beginnings or endings, I have this thought that, why don't we really talk about the middle days, the slightly okay days, the days that aren't so feed-worthy, or perhaps the mundane moments with our family, our friends, and loved ones, the bridge or the connections from the 12 a.m., ang ganda ng fireworks na to, grabe, to last day na pala ng 2022. <laughs> Yung mga ba? Parang hindi natin sila masyado napapag-usapan, right? So while we're on the subject of discussing harsh truths within gentle days, I kind of want to share some of my recent pickups from the book entitled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Mason. Mason? I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's Mason. And I wouldn't say that it's a pick-me-up book or your usual self-help author that suits you with flowery phrases. This book is pretty much like how I wanted this episode to be just realistic yet relevant because of its relatability, if that makes sense. So for the sake of our discussion on detachment, 
let us look at one of the brilliant metaphors from this book called The Self-Awareness Onion. Yeah. So Mark basically explained self-awareness, which is such a uh, big concept, no? It is often an underrated step of detaching from the thought that the world owes you anything, that you are a special person and such. So self-awareness can actually be modeled through an onion. As you unpeel each layer and go towards the core, you develop a better understanding and identity for yourself and by yourself. So without further ado, let us start with unraveling what this onion, what this self-awareness onion has to offer for us. So the first layer of the self-awareness onion is a simple understanding of one's emotions. So under this first layer, we need to first identify the blind spots. So what do we mean by the blind spots? In our life, the blind spots that uh, these are referring to are the emotions that we usually pent up. Uh, primarily because we were raised to believe that having these emotions are wrong. So, for example, you already know that something is wrong and you are compelled to speak about it, but because you were raised in a family or in a place that you weren't allowed to speak for yourself, especially the bata ka lang, so wala ka naman masyadong opinion about the adult conversations, you tend to bury those emotions and consider them as the blind spots na hindi mo basta-basta ma-achieve or hindi mo basta-basta mailabas in your relationships as you grow older. So another thing under the first layer of the onion is admitting that you feel these emotions. So I think that Kahit ako personally, I actually have difficulty acknowledging that my feelings are valid, especially when I am placed in an uncomfortable situation. So you have to practice and practice and practice telling yourself that, okay, I acknowledge that this emotion is valid, this is my reality, and this is what I'm feeling. This is what I felt in that moment, if it's a past situation or a past trauma and such. So, more often than not, victims of gaslighting would think otherwise that um, sometimes their version of reality is being altered into something different. But let me tell you that the first layer of the onion, which is um, simple understanding of your emotions, your personal emotions, it is the most essential step so you can examine What do you feel in a different level? What you feel closely? So this leads us to the second layer of the self-awareness onion. You have to start asking why. Start asking why. Why do you feel this way? Why do I feel frustrated when my boyfriend doesn't text me back within five minutes? Why do I feel lonely even after a fun day with my friends? And it, these problems, these questions, it would always 
yield the why. It all boils down to the why until you reach that final why, which is the core of your problem. Understanding the roots of your emotions, which is the second step of the onion or the second level of the onion, can help you identify the right metrics to look at it from a wider angle. Understanding where it's coming from or looking at it through bite-sized pieces of problems until you reach the real reason, the honest reason of your emotion can help you detach from what no longer serves its purpose in your life. So more importantly, ask yourself, what do you ideally want to change? And what would make this change a success or failure on your end? So let's look at a situation, shall we? Show that show? (laughs) Let's look at a situation so that we could picture it better. So if your tita, if your Marites tita, makes a harsh comment about how unsuccessful you are because you did not follow this family career, it is quite normal and it's very given that you would feel irritated, offended, overwhelmed, and you just want to tell her that, okay tita, you're free to leave. (laughs) But you have to control and ask yourself, why exactly do you feel this way? Is it just because she was rude in that situation? Or is it because her comment made you want to do something about that aspect of your life? About that insecurity? Or was it something else? Ask yourself, how can I successfully make it through this holiday reunion without breaking the family is forever, blood is thicker than water rule. Because in assessing and understanding the roots of your emotions, you could actually segregate what is important to you in that moment or what is important to you in the long run. That you don't have to attach yourself to this degrading, harsh, and negative negativity in your life made by people who aren't even that important to you. And let me tell you that most people would actually stop at this level, assuming that simply acknowledging the what and finding out the why would solve any temper crisis and emotional outbursts that their problems and difficulties would magically go away. But the third layer of the onion is actually crucial for you to reach through detachment. And that layer is called personal values. So the third layer is after finding out the why of your emotions, you would realize that your personal values determine the nature of the problem. The nature that identifies the quality of life you want to achieve, the end goal that you desire to reach. But the thing is, as I mentioned earlier, hindi natin na-realize na hindi pa natin, hindi pa tayo nakakapag-reflect about our personal values. Kaya we see every suffering, every problem as something that could stop us indefinitely in achieving a better goal and having a better perspective in life. And we would often feel na tayo lagi yung talo, tayo lagi yung inaapin ng life. 
I mean, it's not just acknowledging and understanding where your emotions are coming from. It's it's having to confront those emotions. And to be honest, we as humans, we aren't really so good with the confrontation part. But running away will not absolve the pain, the sadness, the suffering, the bad days, and the lows. We often think that avoidance instead of confrontation can help you heal. But in reality, it actually delays the suffering. I mean, let's be honest. Who wants suffering? Who wants these never-ending problems to constant anxieties and such? But the funny thing, though... Suffering and loss are inevitably a part of our lives. I mean, life would be so dull without the the humbling reasons, this humbling experiences in our lives, in our everyday journey. And with this avoid- avoidance mindset na nagda-develop tayo ng mga unhealthy coping mechanisms, we are stuck. We stick to chasing the highs instead of generating true happiness instead of confronting the problem already in that moment you tend to bury it hanggang alam mo yon niisipin mo na lang na kunwari nakalimutan mo na lang siya even if even if may magagawa ka to absolve that pain to absolve that suffering and trauma so in short in short we give too many fucks with the things that are not even valuable to us in the first place. We end up exhausted after burying our emotions in vodka, hoping that the morning after would magically help us detach from that failed business venture, from that toxic friendship, from that biggest heartbreak, from that six-day-a-week job that pays well and you end up regretting. You end up regretting for something that isn't even valuable to you if you look at it closely. So with these three layers, share ko lang din yung personal experience ko with the pa- within the past month, December 2021. So last December, I was in Manila and I was feeling overwhelmed with the sudden changes, how fast 2021 has gone by. And then I found myself at the roof deck of condo, watching the tinge of orange and pink, coming up with all sorts of realizations, all sorts of internal dialogues. Hindi ko alam kung ginagawa niyo yun, pero parang kinakausap mo yung sarili mo. And as we close the year, we might want to look at 2021 as an entire view, and not just as a sunset, not just as a goodbye. Hindi lang siya basta isang chapter na itatapon mo na lang. It's actually just a continuation. I was telling myself that I have been rushing so much and attaching to my attaching myself to my goals as if they've defined me. It's like I've forgotten to be in love with rest, with the stillness, the quiet, the bliss of just being. It's like I've forgotten the feeling of being on this level of high, which is not high enough to forget reality, but high enough and wise enough to embrace it. I have never felt more in love with the subtle things that remind me that I am alive, such as 
the traffic lights, the subtle noises and beeps that remind me of being human. I miss the taste of air against my lungs. And the gentle breeze of that ordinary December night, it wasn't really special. Alam nyo yun, parang isang December night lang talaga siya. But I have never been more grateful to witness the end of a long day. I have never been more grateful to just be. And let me tell you, I love sunsets now more than ever. I've always been a sucker for sunsets. Kahit nung bata pa ako. I love the afterglow of existence. And I love this kind reminder to just be. And ang funny lang from that angle, I felt so little in a good way. Simply because I have been trying to detach myself from my wins and failures. And I do hope that I become wiser this year to always be honest with what I feel. And I hope the same for everyone out there still figuring out this funny little place called life. So with this, I'd like to end with this episode's creative cloud. The thing about detaching is that it is difficult to achieve because it requires honest self-questioning. In a glimpse and before 2022 sinks in, have you asked yourself, what if you've been looking at your life the wrong way? Because the truth is, when the fireworks lose its sparkles and we bid goodbye to one hell of a year, in every goodbye, there is still a remnant of hellos in other forms. Detaching is in a way attaching to better things. And that's the end of our episode 2. I did this in one take. I feel like I've been word vomiting. <laughs> and it's a quite emotional episode. But I hope that this word vomits and questions would make sense as we go and try to survive this new year. The year where we celebrate the art of detachment. If you like this episode, don't forget to tag me when you share your thoughts and takeaways. That's at Orgelin on Instagram. So thank you so, so much for listening, besties. Have a blissful and growth-filled new year. Happy, happy new year, everyone. And good luck sa mga babalik na sa school <laughs> on January 3, Monday. And I'll see you in my next one. Thank you so much for your support. This has been AJ your all-around friendly neighborhood best friend.